Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Connor. Hey, Brittany. So I think most people probably know what TikTok is by now. I think it's everywhere, even no matter how old you are. I've seen, in fact, I've seen people like young kids have TikTok accounts, and that makes me a little nervous. <laughs> but I, I've seen it of all ages. But in case you don't, you know, TikTok is an app or it's a platform where you can make really short videos from like one second to three minutes that cover all sorts of things. And and. I mean all sorts of things like recipes, science experiments, or like comedy, history lessons. But then there's also like silly dances and and costume ideas and history. Like there's there's a lot of things on there. It's very widespread. But uh, right now people want to ban the app. And by people, I mean politicians. There's a big push and other people want to ban the app. So today I want to talk about whether we think this is a good idea or bad idea. And I think there are interesting points on both sides. So I'm really interested to hear what you think, Connor, as we go through some of these. But first, I'm going to talk about some of the good TikTok does because I hated TikTok until I became kind of addicted to TikTok. It's like my it's like my treat. I only get to go on it like once a week or sometimes it's only once every few weeks. But but so a lot of people think it's an app where, again, it's just like teenagers or kids doing silly dances or some really dangerous challenges. There's been a lot of dumb things to come out of it. But I have been really surprised to see that there's so much more to the app than that. So like I said, I, I like learn how to how to cook recipes. I've learned piano songs. I've done piano lessons, singing lessons. I've learned a lot with like comedy stuff, really fun tutorials on like do-it-yourself house projects. Like it's crazy what you can learn and it's enriched my life in a lot of ways and helped me new like build new skills. And this is probably not a good thing. Connor, you and I were talking about this a little bit before we recorded, but I have such a short attention span. And it's really fun for me to have like 30 seconds of just like, <laughs> okay, like quick to short, good. I don't have to pay attention, which is probably not a good thing. <laughs> but TikTok works by collecting data for its algorithm. And an algorithm is like a code. And it's a code that determines what videos you're going to see. So like the more you watch of something, the more it knows what you like and it will show you more of that. So like Connor, you and I would have very different TikTok feeds depending on what our interests were. So mm -hmm. That's both cool and it's kind of a little scary too. And we'll get into that in a minute. But so right now there are about a billion people on TikTok. So Connor, my question to you is, do you use TikTok? <sighs> <laughs> so uh, we just in the past few months started a Tuttle Twins account and I have a personal account. I, I do not consume any content myself on TikTok. My wife does. Uh, I, but I, I don't use the app. We do post some of my videos on there, the same ones that we post on Instagram, you know, we'll post on TikTok. So we are posting there just because there are people there who we need to, you know, reach and teach and influence. Um, and so we kind of go where the people are. But, um, you know, I, I think there's the pluses where it's like, hey, I've got limited attention, limited time. Let's just watch some kind of entertaining, fun videos, make me laugh, get a, get a dopamine hit, you know, and and then oh, it's a dopamine hit. Definitely. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> so I, I think there's, it, it's not like it's evil. It's not like it, I mean, there's the whole aspect of China collecting data and, and all of that stuff that we could get into, but I, I don't think the app is inherently evil, but I, I do think just like you were talking about the algorithm, um, not only is it showing us personalized videos based on what we like or share or things like that, 
but it's also um, making sure to share videos that are going to keep you engaged because TikTok makes more money like any other social media. They make more money if you're staying there and consuming more content because then they can show you ads and they can make money from people. And so it, it's kind of intentionally created in a way to be addictive or potentially addictive for people so that they then start spending tons of time on there. So the companies very much, they have this incentive to to kind of hook you and to get you sucked in and spending a lot more time. So in moderation from time to time, like my wife, she'll, you know, when she's getting ready for bed and brushing her teeth, she'll watch a few TikTok videos just to kind of, you know, wind down. That's kind of, yeah, that's, that's kind of my, yeah, my little yeah, thing. So to like li- limited amounts, you know, controlled, moderated, like no big deal. But, uh, but me, I just, I, I think it's a lot of brain rot. And I, I, every time I open the app, I'm just, I shudder a little bit. I'm like, ugh, yeah, I, I don't want to watch any of this. So here's the, here's both an embarrassing thing and a funny thing. So it's, it's like my like Friday night treat to myself. Like if I, if I, if I can just sit down because I never have, we were talking about this earlier too. I don't ever have spare time. Like I don't ever have time to just sit and watch something. So like late at night on a Friday, like I'll scroll through and it will tell me, like, I will notice Connor the three hours have gone by (laughs) and TikTok tells you, it'll go like, shouldn't you maybe stop scrolling now and like go to sleep? And I'm like, oh, this hurts. (laughs) TikTok (laughs) just told me to stop using the app. So that's always funny. So, okay, it's bad. It's addicting. As I had mentioned, you know, I've spent hours scrolling through it, but it is educational for me, but it can take up a lot of time. Um, But that isn't the worst part, right? That isn't why people are concerned about banning it. So TikTok has huge privacy concerns. And I think everybody should be aware of this, even though sometimes I just try to ignore it because, because I like the app. But it is pretty scary. So the app was created in China. It's a Chinese company, like a tech company that runs it. But you have to remember, even though like we think of it as like, oh, well, that's a private company and not that it's great that they have your data, but it's, you know, better than a government. Remember that everything in China is under the thumb of a very, very corrupt, corrupt government. Like there's there is nothing that happens in China that is not being controlled. You know, I mean, that's why religion is so scary to them, because the fact that somebody would would believe in like a higher power instead of the government is a huge threat to them. So really scary stuff. And remember, I said TikTok collects a lot of data about what you like and where you are. So like it'll show you videos like I was in Austin last week and it was showing me videos about Austin where she was showing on my feed because they knew where I was. So mm-hmm. it's collecting where you are, what you like, you know, your age, like all these things it's collecting and it has uh, they're giving it to China and they're going to have access to all that data. And I know I, I've noticed that with kids that are maybe teenagers or very young adults right now. They've grown up with their privacy being jeopardized since forever that some of them don't think this is a big deal anymore. I don't know if you've noticed this, Connor, because that's just the way it is. They're just thinking like, well, so what? Everybody knows everything about me, which is scary because you and I remember a time when it wasn't like that. Uh, It wasn't even an internet. There wasn't even internet at the time. So this is really scary stuff. Um, You know, not to mention uh it's it's uh yeah so governments in america europe and canada have already actually required their government employees to take it off their phones which i actually that to me makes a lot of sense because if you're working you know in some for the government yeah you really don't want that information um but some members of congress they want to take it even further they want president biden to basically like ban tiktok for the entire country. And there's actually some colleges that are forbidding students to use it on campus. So definitely privacy concerns. Um, you know, we know that we shouldn't be giving our data to the Chinese government. 
But before I give my opinion and on whether or not I think we should ban it or not ban it or what the correct path is, Connor, I want to know how how you feel about it and whether the government should get involved, because I think this is a tricky one because I love privacy. That's a big concern of mine. But I really don't like, you know, government step in. So I'll, I'll get to that later. But I'd love to hear your thoughts. Well, I, I think you're right to point out earlier how so many young people are like, oh, no big deal about privacy. You know, I'm not doing anything wrong. So why do I you know, care that the government is snooping on this or that China? I mean, I'm never going to go to China or I don't live in China. So who cares if the Chinese government, you know, has my data? And, and I think uh, especially kids, but many adults don't realize how problematic that viewpoint is. The data that's being collected on you, not only is this Chinese company and therefore China having access to it, but you're using cell phone networks, you're using uh, internet providers that route that data. And so the NSA is collecting it. Our own government is able to access, you know, a lot of this data, see how long you're, you know, using your devices, where you're at and all this kind of stuff. Uh, there, there can be leaks, you know, so you might think, oh, okay, yeah, the government has it, but as long as I'm never a criminal, then big deal. Uh, but there are leaks where data can become available in the public domain. Hackers can get access to it. Fishers, P-H-I-S-H, it means like when you get an email or a text or something and it looks like it's from maybe your bank or from a friend. Like sometimes I, I got a text a few weeks ago from uh, someone who uh, is a friend of mine. And uh, and he was saying, hey, my I got in this car accident. I, I can't get a hold of my my wife. I need 500 bucks to, you know, pay the mechanic. Can you, you know, I, th- I don't remember if he was asking Venmo or something like that, but he's like, can you send me the money? Turns out it wasn't him. And and my employees here at Libertas, the folks on my team, uh, this was a few months ago, they got an, uh, an email from me saying, hey guys, I need you to uh, shoot me $150 oh, uh, for yeah. this, you know, mm-hmm. event that we're doing. And, uh, and, and some of them thought it was me because they just got an email and it says from Connor Boyack. And, uh, and so some of them started engaging in dialogue. One of them reached out to me like, Hey, this is kind of weird, you know, just making sure this is you. I'm like, that's not me. So I had to message the whole team and let them know. So, so privacy is far more important than just, you know, uh, the government knows what I'm doing, but as long as I'm never a criminal, then I'll be okay. And also, I mean, there's sleazeballs who work in the government who can access data. You could have a jealous ex-boyfriend or girlfriend, you know, who now has access to all of your data and they can, you know, do bad things with it. There are prosecutors who, if they don't like you, they can come up with criminal charges and use all kinds of stuff. So privacy should matter. And I'm I'm not here to say that therefore we should ban TikTok because the same arguments apply to getting rid of your, our, our smartphones altogether, you know, and our computers. Um, so we're actually right now working on an ebook. Uh, that we're going to put out for for the Tuttle Twins that has a little bit of information about privacy in it so that we can help families, especially teenagers, better understand why privacy is important and uh, what it actually means and more importantly, what they can do about it. What are some different apps? What are some different best practices? Uh, what's a VPN? How can you you know protect yourself and, and uh, stay away from prying eyes? And so with TikTok, I, I think something similar. It's like, look, maybe you you know use a fake email address instead of your actual email address, uh, you know, to sign up for the account. Maybe you don't put your exact age. You you know change it a little bit so they don't know your exact birth date. Maybe you. Um, you know, you don't uh, add, you know, too many people that you don't know or something like there, there's mm-hmm. just ways to manage it that I think are going to be a little bit better containing or, or better 
managing our use of it rather than just like, yeah, okay, let's go use TikTok and, and not even think about the implications of what we're doing. Uh, be, because again, like we've talked before, Brittany, about the social credit scores and yes. China and how they can use data to restrict your freedom. Oh, hey, you, you liked that post that was critical of the government. Uh, you can't withdraw anything from your bank account this week. It's like, wait, what? You know, are you, are you kidding? But that is what this technology makes possible. That is what this data, these massive amounts of data make possible. And so I think we need to be very cautious about who we give data to. We need to be very restrictive or selective about what apps we're using, what services we're using. And I think this certainly applies to TikTok. Even if we're just using it for a guilty pleasure, watch a few videos, we got to make sure let's not let it, you know, do any more of that. Let's not spend, you know, weeks on this thing and let it learn so much about us that if that data is leaked or shared with another company or whatever, they can start doing all kinds of things that you wouldn't want them to do. So we just need to be more mindful, I think. And as you pointed out, a lot of young people especially aren't very mindful when it comes yeah. to privacy and they don't really know the implications. And so anyways, we'll, we'll have an ebook soon and you guys will be alerted so that uh, hopefully we can empower you guys a little more. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned that young people, you know, don't know all that yet. And I always think, uh, and I again, I'm not a parent, but I, I would actually be curious to ask you this. Do you let your kids have free access to apps like TikTok or Instagram or social media? Definitely not. They, yeah. they, uh, they at least sometimes they'll see like a YouTube video where it's like a react video and they're seeing other people kind of comment on a few, but yeah. at least then they're being filtered and someone's curating them and uh, but no, they they don't have accounts and they don't have uh, access directly themselves. That was kind of, yeah, my next question is obviously every parent has to decide for themselves, but I can't imagine, I can't imagine my parents letting me do that because when we had computers, I don't know about you, Connor, but we had like one family computer that was in a central location. Mm -hmm. So it was pretty much like our parents knew what we were doing. Plus we just didn't have, we just didn't have everything there is to do today with, with apps and everything. But yep. it is an interesting situation. I always get scared when governments try to ban things you know i don't think that's that's the right move but i will say i think this is one of those instances where it does kind of make people think and and the line isn't so easy just because it, it's scary china i don't know about you china scares me a little bit so it is it is one of those things where it's just like huh i wonder where this is leading to so yeah that's my opinion and which really i think gets to the main point let's just be cautious let's be yeah. careful we, we don't know don't don't get so tied to this that if China gets really crazy or something that you feel, but, but no, my whole life is on TikTok and I've built a whole following and, you know, cause then you feel invested and you have to continue. So let's just be cautious about where we spend our time, about where we share our data. And even if all you're doing is scrolling and clicking like, and whatever, that is data. People are learning, other companies and governments are learning about who you are, what things you like, what things you don't like, how you spend your time, when you, you know, do these things. And you can start to shape society and manipulate people in all kinds of interesting ways when this happens. So we just got to be cautious. We got to have eyes wide open. That's the message for today. Brittany, great topic. Thanks as always for chatting. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.